0: Welcome to the Church Explained podcast, a conversation to grow your leadership and build your church. Today we're excited as we have got a special guest from Icon Church who's going to be involved in the podcast. That is Jean Lloyd and we're going to talk around this idea of can a children's ministry help grow your church. Hi, I'm Dave.
1: And I'm Nathan, and we're your host on the Church Explained podcast, and today we're joined on the podcast by Jane Lloyd, who Ooh. is one of the <laughs> pastors at Icon, a little whoop over there, yeah, yeah. and uh, you've been heading up, we were just talking kids ministry for 20 years. Wow.
2: Yeah, over 20 years now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wow and uh, we were trying to work out exactly but we can't work out exactly no, how long it's
2: it's yeah memory's fading so S-
1: sam who the <laughs> uh, who the listeners know is always behind the camera uh, he's, he's 20, the good looking one though he should yeah, really be yeah. there, should he yeah no he should he should be in front of the camera he 29 <laughs> he's 29 yep. and he was in the kids ministry as well he was Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself your family leadership all of that
2: yeah uh, yeah so um I'm married to Gavin, Mm -hmm. been married for almost 33 years now, Um, and we've been part of the leadership team at Icon Church for many of those years, actually, Um, and we have four grown-up children, so they are all in their 20s. Some of them are married. Did I say there were four? You did. say there were four, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And... uh, yeah, and all Ste- of them Ste- actually. Ste- Ste- shock is yeah.
0: It.
2: yeah. <laughs> all of them are involved in church, which is amazing. Right. Yeah, um, but also, this last year, in fact, during the pandemic, we had our first grandson wow. called brilliant. Miles. Who, yeah, he's been an absolute joy, um, especially over the last year. So, yeah. yeah, he's turned one, and he's he's great. That's
1: amazing. Well, let's get into uh, yeah. kind of the topic of children's ministry that grows church. Yeah. yeah. And uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the progression of the children's ministry at Icon Church? How did it look when you started and yeah. what's that progression look like?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, when I took over as children's pastor, I guess, there probably was only about a dozen children, I would say, yeah. in the children's ministry mm-hmm. back then. Um. And so I guess um, for many churches, that's probably quite a common sort of size. Um, But really, I did always have in my heart, I guess, a passion to see it grow. Mm. Um, But there was a moment, I guess, I can't remember how many years ago, maybe about 15, 16 years ago, when we had a big leadership shift within the church and um, Paul, our lead pastor, kind of wanted to see a culture change re- mm. really and um, and at that time which I guess is what often happens we had a lot of people leave the church and the children's ministry actually at one moment went down to kind of myself and pretty much my four children <laughs> and that was it and um, that was quite tough really um, mm. but at that point I realised I had to get a bit of a A fresh perspective on things really Mm -hmm. and um, what I did was I began to kind of uh, do things um, from a perspective of faith really and I and I used to prepare as if there were 20 kids in the room great Um, and I really felt God challenged me uh, to see this ministry grow and Mm -hmm. to to see beyond what I could physically see Mm -hmm. in the room and just trust in him that he could create Mm. a thriving children's ministry within what is now Icon Church. Mm. And so as a church, we slowly began to grow. Mm. And so more people were added and um, obviously families came in. So it it gradually started to grow. Mm. And there was a moment where I remember Paul saying to me, you know, find the best resources that you can Mm. so that we can create the best that we can Mm. Mm. for our children's ministry. Um and really that was in my heart too that I wanted to provide the best that we could. Yeah. Um even though at that point we were quite small. Um but I mean God has been amazing and over the years we've seen it grow and as the church has grown uh to the point now where I, we have around 50 children's leaders mm. um, across all our campuses. Um and we're seeing families added to the church all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's just so exciting mm. that, that we are that? Um, having yeah. an impact upon children, families, not just on a Sunday, but also kind of throughout the year yeah. where we put events on and we can see um, you know, kids coming from the community mm. as well. So it really has grown really to what I, I, I guess what I saw in mm. my heart back then. Um, I'm now seeing that's, actually that's, that's a p- big in thing, yeah, really. It is. There
1: isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Brant, so let, let, let's get to another key question, which I think you sort of pulled out a little bit there, but we'll mm. we'll pull pull through there as well. Thinking of some of the key strategies that you've used to build a thriving yeah. children's ministry, because like you've said now, there's fifty children's leaders who are helping you along there. Mm. So, one of the things you said was obviously you operated in faith. And yep. I think that's really important yep. to think about that. Mm. Faith gets you to that next level. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. culture shift then, yeah. fifteen years ago. Uh, obviously, that was part of it. But what other strategies have you implemented?
2: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, faith is is important. Mm. And I think when you when you kind of trust God for something, whatever that area is in the life of church, um, you've got a receive a vision Mm. from God really and I would say that vision is a key um, is key really to building something in the way that God wants you to build it so I would say you've got to be able to see something before you literally see it Mm. and so you've got to Mm. have that vision and um, I would say a few years ago as a a children's ministry that we spent a little bit of time really talking around vision and values I mean as a church we have a vision and values and I wanted our children's ministry to have the same which fitted into mm. the vision of Icon Church. Um so we we talked about that a little bit and we came up with a vision and values. Um our vision is helping kids to to know Jesus and live their best life. Uh, well done. <laughs> that, <almost. laughs> Very good. Um, and so the values around that were, like, we came up with fun, friendship, faith. Yeah. So that was easy for us to remember. Um, So it's about having fun, building friendship, and growing faith. Mm. Um, And that's what we want to see in our children um, as they, you know, come up through kids' ministry and grow in church. So vision is crucial and I think then praying into that vision yeah. is mm. so important and that's where the faith comes in and you are trusting God mm. to actually resource you <laughs> with what you haven't got because we have a big vision and so you know uh, we often say in church you know that um, we have more vision than we yeah. have resources mm-hmm. and the same is true in kids ministry um, but I remember like um, there was one particular time where I really needed like another key person alongside me who had as much passion that I had Mm. um, to see this thing grow. Um, And we didn't have a lot of team at that point, but I really prayed and believed that God would give me somebody. And literally within two weeks, a a new person came into church. um, And within a few weeks, I found out that, that they had a passion For kids ministry and to cut long story short they came onto my core team eventually and served on that team for many years so Mm. you know prayer does work it does change things and I think you just got to have that faith to believe that God is gonna gonna do the impossible what Mm. seems impossible at the time so praying is really crucial and then I think um, the third thing I would say is recruiting the right people Mm. very good Um, and I would say my experience, which I've learned along the way, is that, you know, recruiting the wrong people is often not the best mm. um, case scenario, really. And, and I know that oftentimes you're in a ministry and you just need people mm. who breathe. to help and <laughs> serve. <breathe>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for kids' ministry, it's not, it's not necessarily the right thing just to pull mm. anyone into mm. it because you really need people that have passion, to see those kids grow and flourish, people that actually like kids as mm. well is really important. Mm. And uh, you know, we've ha- we've had people that just they haven't been in the right place and I think when you're recruiting for a kids team, you definitely need to to look for those right people that yeah. that can serve those kids yeah. in the best way possible mm. really because they deserve to mm. have the best. Yeah. Um, so I think recruitment is is a re- real key ingredient to building a successful ministry.
1: Let's talk about that whole thing around teams as well, Mm. Um, and building teams like, you know, even just getting into the fundamentals, what you do, how often you meet. But also, um, I know, because of being youth pastor, we have lots of young people Mm. who are in youth who serve in the kids ministry. I wondered if you'd just touch on that as well.
2: Yeah, so I mean, to to be honest, that has been brilliant. Mm. Um, some of my best leaders are my young leaders. Wow. And even what we call some of them mini leaders. <laughs> That's just because obviously in kids ministry, um, the whole thing around safeguarding is, is very, very important. Mm. Um, so once they get to 16, obviously they can have a DBS check and everything. Yeah. So they're fully fledged if you like. But I have I encourage mm. leaders that are younger than that who maybe are, are in youth, um, but have that desire and that willingness to serve. And some of those have been my best leaders um, because they're so enthusiastic and yeah. their heart is just so willing mm. to serve and they just do a great job. And I think it's a great it's a great learning ground as well, yeah, being is. in kids ministry, mm. um, because you, you mm. learn a lot of skills yeah. through that. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, mm. the youth are being key. One
1: of, one of the things I'd add is, like getting the young people involved it, they see a bigger picture than just the youth or their bubble, yeah. they see serving yeah, as well Yeah, they do, they um, do and I think they
2: see what impact they can have Yeah, because maybe they wouldn't impact an adult mm. in the same mm. way um, but actually children, they can have a mm. great impact on, on children and mm. Quite relatable as well Yeah, that's they? right, they're, they're very close mm. to their age mm. so they're into the same kind of things they understand where kids are in their world um which is brilliant yeah. So, so yeah
0: l- let me draw it mm. a little bit more on that so just thinking of your 50 team mm. leaders that you have what's the percentage there um, yeah, this is not a question we've planned but uh, but it's just interesting what, what's the percentage there do you think of young leaders or mini leaders to uh, adult Adults.
2: leaders yeah you're testing me dave <laughs> get, get um a, a but I, well, if I was to bigger. say roughly yeah. it's probably 50-50. That's pretty good mm. though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. Really good. yeah. Yeah. And then when we do our events of course and I encourage whoever in the church I mean I encourage a lot of people to just get involved get and serve on those because we need big teams um mm. and that's when I find that you know I am pulling more of those young people in yeah. because they've obviously got the time yeah in holidays and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, to give yeah Mm.
0: so it's really and you were mentioned there Jane a little bit about this idea of recruiting the the right people do you have any simple things you do to recruit the right person
2: Uh, well I guess a lot of that has come through youth involvement so that's quite kind of organic really it just kind of happens um other than that, you know, sometimes I'm looking for the right sort of person. You yeah. might ask the question yeah. of a person. If you know that they've got kind of background in working with children, they can be ideal people, teachers, anyone in education, that sort of thing. But actually what you often find is, <laughs> they is don't people don't want to do it, to do uh, it yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's their yeah, 9 yeah. to 5 Monday to Friday job. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to do that on a Sunday, which I get. I get. I mean, I'm a teacher myself. But I've always been passionate. I mean, yeah. church is my number one passion, Yeah. I guess, anyway. Um, uh, well, yeah, and I mean, leadership, so that, that would um, make sense, really. Mm. But being a teacher, I suppose, that birthed in me a passion
0: yeah.
2: for kids and young people. So I've always had that passion, but that's not necessarily what Happens with you know those who are in education yeah. and come into the church. So you can't necessarily rely on that. No. um And you know we, we'll always try and put it out there that that you know these are the areas in church life where mm. you can serve. Sure. You know if you're interested in kids ministry, you know come and see us, mm. come forward. So I, I guess we haven't had um, a lot of difficulty in recruiting in late. Later years, re- more recent years, yeah. Um, as we did at the start, um, yeah. Because I guess mm. it, it is more organic now. Mm. How people nice flow through that, yeah yeah. Very good. yeah, yeah, which is good.
1: Yeah, you you mentioned earlier about uh, obviously the church's vision and yeah. your you know kind of children's ministry vision and it, you know not being separate. And then it also you just mentioned a comment where. Uh, our lead pastor, Paul, had come to you and say, hey, like, go out, find the best resources. So kind of the question is, how does that children's ministry uh, fit into the vision of the church? How do you make that fit into the vision of the church?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, our church's vision is all about human flourishing. So mm. that that crosses all generations. Mm. And, I, and for me, I think it's really important that church should always be about the generations, mm coming together. And um, one verse that I always love um, to go to and um, and I think is key for us is Psalm 145, verse 4, which says, let every generation yeah. tell its children of yeah. your mm. mighty acts, yeah, yeah. let them proclaim mm. your power. And so, you know, to me, throughout history, throughout the Bible, God has always um, instructed his people yeah. to pass on yeah. this good news to the next generation, Mm. to our children, to our children's children. And so I feel that we have a responsibility as Mm. the church um, to do that and that we should always see that we are leaving a legacy to the next generation that's coming forward. Um, Often we say that our children are are the leaders of tomorrow, Mm. um, which is true. Um, But I also think that they're the leaders of today because yeah. actually they are influencing Indeed, their peers right yeah. and the people in their world mm. in their own right. And I, I and I also feel strongly that our kids need to see themselves as members of God's family, that they mm. have a yeah. part to play whatever age or stage they're at. They mm. have a part to play. Um, I, I think the kids in our church do feel that they are mm. part of the family, that they're welcome. Yeah. Mm that they're welcome in our services, that they feel comfortable in our services, and I think that's really, really crucial. I always go back also to the story of Jesus, um, where he is telling the disciples off yeah. for pushing the children away, Yeah. and yet Jesus says, no, uh, we welcome these children. Yeah. And and he, in that moment, he welcomed them, he honored them, and he he caused the disciples to see the importance in that moment of how their faith needs to be nurtured. Mm. So their faith and their trust in him, Jesus, it's so important that that is nurtured. Mm. And I think we have a responsibility as a church to do that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Great. Yeah.
0: Hey, we've got a question here for you. A bit of a cheeky question, I have to say. Go on, Dave, ask the tough question. It's got to be done. Come on, let's do it. Um, So (laughs) the question is, do you think children's ministry can grow the church or, pause there for a second for dramatic, or is it a pool on resources that could be used in Sunday services? Oh. So it's a bit of a double questioner, Can I build a church, and if all the energy is going to children's church or ministry, are you depleting Sunday services?
1: Here we go, Church Explained podcasters. This
0: is the one here. This is the.
1: We're hitting the tough subject here.
0: So, somebody's got to answer Jane.
1: This. Jane. Jane, hit us.
2: Well, for all the reasons that I've just stated, (laughs) of course, children's ministry can grow the church. Um, You know, children are the next generation. Mm. Um, And so, like, if we forgot about them, if we left them to the sidelines, where would the church be in 10 years? Mm. You know, that's what you've got to ask yourself. Mm. So, of course, (laughs) they are, children's ministry is key in building and growing the church and and I believe, obviously, that the church should invest heavily into our kids and our youth as well. You mm-hmm. know, and, I, and I'm so thankful that Icon Church has, over the years, always mm-hmm. invested heavily into our kids and our young people. And I think that's amazing. Um, <laughs> Nathan said earlier, but Sam, who is behind the camera at the moment, Is a leader in our church. Mm. He's come through kids ministry, and we can say that actually about a few of our leaders currently Mm. that they started in kids ministry. They've gone through Mm. youth. Um, They're now leaders in the church. So you know, if if we if we leave that as something on the sidelines, I think you're not going to see that Mm. development um, of faith. And um, you know, we want to we want to see our kids stay plugged into church. Yeah. And sadly, so often, you know, um, if kids get turned off of church, especially as they get into their teens, Mm. you know, we lose them. We lose a whole generation. And so we are, I know as a church, so invested and keen to see our kids stay Mm. in church, develop their faith, see their Mm. faith grow, go on to become leaders, go on to serve in different ways in the life of church um so those years are so key really and there is a statistic out there uh, that says that you know many
0: out there somewhere well
2: <laughs> i know nathan would know this statistic and i uh,
0: well we'll test him in a minute go and ahead.
2: i <laughs> did know this statistic well i know that there's um yeah go for it like um oh my gosh
1: is The statistic where it's uh, become a Christian, yeah, 86, 86% of people become a Christian before the age of 25, yeah. yeah, and of that, 86% and these are Evangelical Alliance UK statistics, 85% become a Christian before the age of 18, yes, that's yep. right. Is that and the one you're so, we them? have, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: we have this window of time, yeah, mm. um, which I think is so influential, mm. um. Yeah, and our kids, you know, Jesus talked about having a childlike faith. Definitely. And that's why, because our hearts are tender when we're young uh, and yeah. we're more responsive to the gospel, um, which, uh, you know, it isn't brainwashing. It's just that our hearts are tender. Yeah. yeah. And we're much more um, willing to Open. accept the gospel than yeah. when we've got through those years and we've formed our own opinions and we're more resistant yeah. Um, yeah. to hearing the good news. Mm. So, so it's so important. I wondered a,
1: if you'd drop in, yeah. uh, actually, because obviously we've talked about current children becoming leaders, but also we've done lots of community events where yeah. kids have come to it from the community yeah. or from the surrounding areas, and then families have come into church because of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously, and I think that goes back to investing mm. because we have invested Um, heavily into kids' work. Um, We've been able to put on events throughout the year. Mm. Um, Some of them are one-off, sort of Christmas, Easter, your traditional um, kind of events. But then we've run a holiday club in the summer for a week. And we've done that over a period of a number of years and it started off small Mm. again, but now we're seeing like over 200 children come to to that that event um, in the summer. Um, and, yeah, because we've done that and we've grown, I guess, our integrity within the community over a number of years. That's a big, that's a a big idea, that, Yeah, um, know, I, like I think... Because people have to trust you, don't mm. they? And mm. I think we've built that up over a number of years um, to the point where mm. we have an awful lot of um, children come to that.
1: Because the, the percentage, actually, if we went on percentages, the over... I would but say over 50% would be from the community. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah, way. Probably over. way over yeah. that
2: actually. Um yeah. yeah, definitely and and families love their kids to come mm. year on year. Um so we've we've built great connections up mm. with uh, our families in the community and um, and through that some have come to church but mm-hmm. it's, it's provided that link and that yeah. connection at least and that ongoing sort of conversation I guess mm. um, so that has been really brilliant mm. um, and made the church more accessible I think mm. to you know our families in the community mm.
0: I, th- I think one of the things that comes out to me like just listening <coughs> to the story and I'll say I know some of the story but I yeah. think one of the things that comes out is that progression mm. over time yeah. So it didn't suddenly, you didn't suddenly turn up and have an amazing, large kids ministry. No. no. But it's taken time to build. Yeah. yeah. And also, it just pull out that idea of that integrity. I think that's key, actually. Mm. You know, mm. like in a community, in yeah. a town, in a city, mm. you know, where you've got integrity with people, yeah. then actually people will mm. return again and again and again but mm. that takes time to build doesn't yeah, it really yeah. which yeah, you've definitely. you and your team
2: yeah. have
0: clearly done o- over time and, yeah. I, and i think that's a great takeaway even mm. for people listening today people yeah. watching you know it's all about integrity yeah you know, how, you mm. know do the people in our communities trust us yeah because if not they're not going to come on no. no yeah but they've got to see and i think that's a great concept yeah. there really mm. yeah
1: yeah no really good uh so well, let's 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 stick on the holiday club because yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah. that out a bit. Yeah. How how like let's how would you successfully uh how, yeah. to, how would you run a successful holiday club?
2: Yeah. So obviously we have done it for a number of years mm. and we started small. I think if you were thinking about starting something um like that um Obviously, you you want to find a resource that suits you, I guess. Um, mm. And there are good resources out there. So th- there are things that can help you start mm. up. Um, I can think of a couple straight away, which would be Scripture Union do um, provide a complete resource that you could just follow. Mm. Um, and that makes it easy for you and your team. Uh, we have used that in the past. We've used another resource called Elevate, mm. which is an American resource because the media is good on that. Mm. Um, What we tend to do now is we come up with an idea ourselves. Um, We usually link it to a Disney film or something like that. But Mm. that has worked really well. Because straight away you've got a connection with kids in the community. Mm. Um, Because everybody's seen Disney or whatever. And uh, so that's your hook really. Mm. And um, so if you can build a program around a good idea mm. um, that links with something that connects with kids, then you're on to a, a win straight away. Because they love really? turning up dressed yeah, up. Dressed up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can bring all their <laughs> stuff. Strange. We and have that, a show and tell. And that's tell. just the leaders. That's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. The leaders. yeah exactly. well, yeah, that's the leaders too. <laughs> yeah. um, so we all have fun. Um and then it's about kind of, I guess you, you, you obviously need a team mm, yeah. and then you build a program that's going to suit that team and I guess the number of kids that that you might have that come. Um, and then I would say, use your team to their strengths. Mm. So think about who are, who are your um, people that are good at emceeing, being up front, who are your creatives who can you know, make things look great, yeah. amazing? Mm. Who can, you know, come up with the crafts or the fun activities that the kids are gonna really enjoy? Who are I, your-
1: I'll just kind yeah, of go- jump in there, sorry. Cause I think that's an important thing in the fact of like who's creative, who can make it look great. Mm. Cause when they come in on holiday club week, it doesn't look like church Church.
2: no it doesn't at all
1: and i think that's an important (laughs) thing especially you know like somebody you know you've got a church building i'm turning up to church yeah and yet it's kitted out yeah i think that's yeah i think that blows people away Mm.
2: that that they didn't expect it to see look like that Mm. or feel like that Mm. um you know people have been amazed at the team, the number of people Mm. on team serving. And
0: I would guess the young team as well. The young
2: team. Mm. And they can't understand sometimes um, why people would give up so much time to put this on for their kids. And that's amazed people. So I think, you know, from an outsider looking in, I guess if you put on something that is high quality that you've spent Spared no expense, really. Mm. Although, obviously, there is a budget. Yeah, yeah. But you've you've (laughs) kind of spared no expense. You've given up all this time. Mm. Um, You're making an environment that is safe, fun, friendly, uh, loving. You know, people are blown away Mm. by that from an outsider looking Mm. in. So I think, yeah, you can do it. I mean, we, we started small and we had just the idea and the vision to mm. do it, to put something on. We've always maintained that we wouldn't make it expensive, that it would be accessible for families. Um, although you want you want to give it value, mm. and I have ch- had to change that over the years just to put more value on it. Yeah, But you wanna make it so that it's affordable um, compared to maybe something else that they might take mm. their kids to. Um, but yeah, we started with a small team mm. and we just gradually built it up really over mm. time. And and then the other thing I would say is um, if you can encourage other people from church to get involved, just to do little jobs for you, you know, just so it's another yeah. mm. body in the room really, mm. um, then I think it's also a great way of getting the church behind your vision as well yep. and get them serving Get them mobilized, really, uh, well. isn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, right. it's good from that aspect too. Mm. Yeah. yeah really so
0: do. listen, Jen, it's been fantastic. Lots mm. of great content. There, we've got another couple of questions. We just want to uh, finish on. One is this: How can church leaders, like they're they're listening to this? How can church leaders, maybe a senior leader, senior pastor, how can they support their children's leaders? As as yeah, a, someone really who's in good that question. seat. Um. What would, what would you recommend?
2: So I have written... Oh.
0: <laughs> Come on, that be brief.
2: No, that was a question that you had, wasn't it? And I thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, sorry. I think that they um, should have a vested interest in actually what goes on behind yeah. the doors mm. of your children's ministry. Um because so often, kids' ministry is in a room somewhere that can't be seen or heard, mm. obviously, um, and nobody really gets to see that um, during a church service because we're all doing other things. things. But mm-hmm. I think if you can have a vested interest in actually what happens behind those doors, that's that's one thing that you can do. Mm. Um, I think give recognition to your children's leaders because the other thing is that they are often hidden away and not seen, and I think to give recognition Mm. to those people who have, you know, they've Mm. taken time, they've prepared stuff for your kids, um, so, you know, actually honouring what they've Mm. done, I think is an important thing, it makes them feel valued as well, um, as ministry leaders, because actually we are ministering uh, to the kids, it's not just a babysitting, No. Venue or job that they do, but that mm. actually ministering to those kids. So I think that's another thing that you can do. And of course, we've talked a lot about this, but um, making financial investment yeah. into that ministry, I think, is vitally important mm. just to make it the best that it can possibly be. Mm. Um, Great answers, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, really good. Really good. Mm. Well, that's it for our episode. Uh, the Church Explained podcast we want to thank Jane Jane. for being with us (laughs) and uh, talking around this whole thing of children's ministry that grows the church and if you head over to icon.church forward slash open there are loads of children's resources on there that Jane and the team have put together that you can use for your children's ministry. I want to thank you for listening and uh, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you're consuming this content and we look forward to seeing you next time on the Church Explained podcast.